what's going on welcome to episode 126 of the work workprints gamescast brought to you by theworkprint.com as always i'm your absolutely flawless host Bilal, joined by my wait, flawless wait. producer <laughs> below wait dude, you know you said you're I'm know, your absolutely I know, I know. flawless <laughs> uh, um i don't know why the countdown just randomly glitches out like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so those not uh, watching this live as it happened, uh, it, it was a mess behind the scenes for whatever reason, trying to start this off, which is also why the botched intro came in. As always, I'm your host, Rob. I'm being joined by Below. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it's honestly, it's fitting that on the week where I feel like we have the most to talk about in forever, that everything would just start off horribly. <laughs> No, I um, I got home from work. My wife's like, "Hey, can you come to your parents?" Like, uh, yeah, why don't you just come? And I was like, "I'm exhausted, but fine. You know, whatever. I I missed my son, so I went to go see them." And then like we didn't leave there till eight ten, eight fifteen, and yeah. and I got I got home by like eight forty. Gave him a bottle, put him to bed, fed the cats, jumped on and started the stream. And I was just like, oh my god. I was like, I was like, I need, I need to figure, I need, like, in the ideal world, I'd have, like, music going in the pre-show or during right. the 10-minute countdown. I, I just need, like, a half hour. <laughs> it's so hard to get. Because, like, as he gets older, the more energy he has. And yeah. all and he wants you to have yeah <laughs> pretty much uh i had to go into work today and i was just like i love him but it was very nice to just have a, a little bit of a break and just be able to concentrate on uh, everything i was doing yeah and, i mean i totally understand and, that yeah and not just not be distracted by diablo 4 as well <laughs> yeah well that's tough man let's go ahead and get it right into it and what we've been playing we both have been playing diablo 4 yeah. i saw that uh it appears that we both finished the campaign correct wow you you plowed through it today uh yeah, I we you asked me earlier today where I was in the campaign. I had just gotten a little bit past Act Four, so I completed Act Four. I was in Act Five, and Act Four was fairly short. Yeah, Act, act Four five, is like a sneeze. <laughs> act Five is a little bit longer actually, but then Act Six isn't that long. Uh, act Six is just wrapping it up. The longest part about Act Six is all the cutscenes towards the tail end of that. I yeah, also uh, but how good is, the how good is that cutscene at the end are, of Act Five? Also good. That one was on blue. Like honestly, was probably one of yeah. the best CGI cutscenes I've seen yeah. ever. They were, I mean, they were all so good. Honestly, uh, that game is absolutely fantastic. It's it deserves all the the praise it's getting. I enjoyed the story, the writing, the characters. I enjoyed the minute to minute gameplay. Even though I once I for the most part once I found a build that I was having fun with, I didn't switch off. I experimented a little bit uh, yeah. with some of my basic skills and then ended up reverting back to the build I was running previously. I see, I saw a couple articles about what the most common builds were for the different classes and stuff like that. And it turns out I'm an outlier as far as rogues are concerned. Uh, most rogues prefer getting in there and you know using their daggers to stabby stab where I am all ranged. I'm throwing those uh. daggers, I'm shooting my arrow and crossbows from afar. Um, Listen, when they nerf the rogue's uh, daggers, you'll be right there. You'll be like, haha, I'm the strongest yep. rogue out there. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, I did. Uh, I initially started my own build. And uh, when I was playing off of the build, I 
had realized um, that I was putting too many points in so many different abilities that you're not kind of supposed to do that. Right. And so right. I had like eight abilities, but you could only really use like five, six, six five, six. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so I went back and just, I was like, okay, let me just find like a leveling build for the barbarian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I stuck with that. And, uh, then, then I was like, oh, let me try some of these like end game builds that people are working on. And I was like, maybe it's too soon, but also some of these are just like spin to win and like, get this specific gear in order for this to work and i was yeah, like i kind of right like what aspects and, yeah yeah i was like i, I kind of like what i'm doing right now uh, mm-hmm. with what i have i'll stick with this um but it's been like honestly if you guys were like let's not do this uh podcast tonight then i would have been but like yes please diablo time <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, hey, listen, I'm down to try to make this a quick one because while I probably won't hop back on Diablo tonight, uh, one of the other games I've been playing is Street Fighter VI, and Ooh. I'm looking to hop back on that tonight. I'll talk about yeah. that in a moment. The, a couple of things I want to cover in Diablo, we already talked pretty extensively last week about it with our first impressions and the first, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 hours of gameplay that we had at that point. I A couple of things I've done since. I've done a uh, Legion event. And oh, I've okay. done so a, you did the capstone. And I've, no, the Legion events, I think, just show up randomly. Okay. I also did a world boss event before <sighs> I did the capstone dungeon because I think Mike, who was in my game, had already completed everything. It popped mm-hmm. up on his map. I didn't, I didn't see, he was in my game, but it popped mm-hmm. up on his map. I didn't see it, but we got to go over there and partake in it. And so um, the world, I've done two Legion events, one world boss event. The world boss event was a little bit dicey. Definitely went down a handful of times, but luckily there's enough people that getting res isn't a problem. And they definitely feel like it feels epic because they are like massive beasts that you're fighting, massive uh, creatures. The Legion events are awesome. Oh, like it, it, it's like uh, it's just madness. It's just like yeah. a train of yeah. train of characters running from one location to the next, just wiping yeah. out monsters. It's yeah, a, it's like it's like you yes, feel like was... <laughs> yeah, you feel like a horde, right? Yeah, like it feels like the roles are reversed. There are a lot of times in that game where there's so many waves and waves of enemies coming at you, and it's just you and maybe three others, and yeah. that you feel overwhelmed and outnumbered. But those Legion events, especially if enough people show up for them, like. You are just mowing through enemies as this large group. I had the first one was like, you know, we were staying uh, uh, ahead of the clock because it's time phases, right? We were staying ahead of the clock, not, I want to say just barely, but not significantly. The other one, oh my God, I was with gods. These guys are just <laughs> rolling around, just blowing everything up i'm basically like a little like, kid trying to chase yeah. after his older like siblings being like oh i want to i'm a part of this group too i'm part of this group too i i was i was like i'm wait i want to use my ability but i need yeah, my fury yeah. up and yeah. everyone's just like de- it's like everyone's just being decimated i'm like i hit a guy with yeah. a hammer yeah. might as well throw a rock into yeah. it. i uh i at one point i was like all right the whole group's going that way let me go over here so i can do something while you know uh, well, but, meanwhile, they're, they're taking out 80 guys and you're just working yeah. on this like one normal <laughs> yeah. enemy with too much health. <laughs> um, I also, I mean, there's, we talked about the quality of life stuff, but there are so many that I didn't even real, I didn't even realize we were playing last week. Like for instance, you know, there are the aspect dungeons littered throughout the map, correct? Yes. And they say like druid only, uh, they're class specific, right? For yeah. the aspect you get from them. Well, if you have a teammate and you guys are comfortable going in by yourselves you guys can split up go into your respective dungeons or even 
other dungeons if you want. And everybody will go credit for the dungeons being wow. done. Yes. And so we were min-maxing those, those dungeons by going out, especially since those dungeons are important if you're trying to gain more renown in that region, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, we were trying to do that stuff and we're just splitting up and going. And it's great. Our, my one buddy, Mike, who is, I think he's level 63 now. Okay. Wow. And yeah, so he's even in my world with things scaling, they only scale to a certain limit in the regions. And so he was just like flying through stuff. So he was able to get through a dungeon and then teleport to the dungeon I was in. Um, that's another thing that I think by the time we played last week, I hadn't realized that if you go to one of the main towns, your teammates' dungeons, your party members' dun uh, portals are always there. Yeah. And so you can get right to where they are. So another thing we were doing is if one of us is farther along in the story, they were going to that waypoint that was close to the next checkpoint, and we're just portaling over there, getting that waypoint right away instead of having to you know walk that distance. Oh uh, yeah, um, and and she did that for me, and it made like it cut down like maybe like a good amount of time just going back and forth that way. Uh, it, it's it's so nice. Uh, the one thing I will mention that won't carry over is if. Uh, you're in a buddy's game and they have completed a stronghold that you have it and there's a waypoint there that mm -hmm. won't carry over gotcha. you can unlock yeah you can unlock it if you go there while you're right. in their world but uh so the when you go back to your game it's yeah. the stronghold will still be there gotcha um the other thing is it really does take too long to get a mount because the mount is a game changer i mm -hmm. i mean the, the mount makes traversing across that map so much better so much more enjoyable uh especially when there are some of the acts later on where you do the first quest in the act and then it gives you basically two roads you can go down. doesn't matter which order you do them. You're going to have to do them both. Oh, and the for swamp whatever, is... For whatever reason, they're like, hey, here's one mission over here and here's one mission in the complete opposite direction from this waypoint. Have fun. Yeah. And so, uh, when uh, you know, the fact that you don't get your mount until end of Act 4, beginning of Act 4? Right beginning after Act, of three, Act 4, right? yeah. yeah. Um, is is kind of a bummer considering that that is more or less halfway through the game yeah and and here's the thing even when you finish that campaign yeah maybe like 30 to 40 percent of the map is still not uncovered there's Correct. like regions you have Correct. not touched which is absolutely <laughs> insane uh like in act five like uh, you were mentioning you spend time in the swamp i what i've been doing is i've been doing some cleanup one like one of the things that's one of the collectibles littered out throughout the map are alter uh alters a little that yeah. give you permanent um stat boosts uh if you find them so i've been making my way i pulled up a map on like um my w browser and i've been like making my way collecting all those and as i go through a region I'll st i've been doing the side quests along the way to get my renown up in those areas um and oh my god some of these side quests are just like go here go there go back and without a mount it's just not worth it my recommendation is if you want to like get to that end game content play through the campaign on tier one, tier two, go do the cleanup. Uh, and then once you get to tier three, it's all about those events that are spawning all over uh, the world. Uh, you have uh, the Tree of Whispers, which has these bounties in different regions that you can do. Uh, it's like either go do a dungeon or kill like 100 enemies or collect like 100 souls in an area and for every, and then you get these things called Grim Favors. And for every 10 Grim Favors you collect, you can go back to the tree and get uh, a random collection with, that can give you like uh, new drops. And so in tier three, you start getting like sacred legendary, sacred uh, rare drops. 
uh, which are better than uh, the rares you're or the legendaries you're getting in just World Tier 2. And then I think it becomes Ancestral. Uh, there's like Unique and then Ancestral as well uh, once you get to Tier uh, 4. Uh, I'm guessing you haven't done a Helltide event yet? I have not. Helltides are amazing. Um, so a region will be marked as Helltide and then there's a timer that appears on your screen. I think it's like either 30 or 45 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. You go in and you start killing enemies. There'd be, there's a whole bunch of enemies uh, and then you drop these like ember essences. And if uh, throughout that region, there'll be these chests that you uh, use to unlock those en- ember essences. And so you won't, the map doesn't show where these chests are. You have to roam around. But the highest value chest is 175 essences. And uh, if you find it, you're like, yes, I need to get it. But the but the problem is all the enemies hit hard. There's a lot of them. And if you die, you lose half of what you're carrying. And so oh, if you do manage to get 175 and open that chest, you get like five legendary drops with like crazy aspects uh, that you can then like take the aspects out by going to, I think the Oculus that in, in town. So it's like a very good way to um, level up. And it's another one of those things, kind of like the Legion events where you can just get a whole bunch of um, people in the area just running through events really quick. A uh, great way to farm some experience and get your gear level uh, a lot higher. I am having an absolute blast. I literally just finished. I've got to level 50 and finished the uh, capstone dungeon so that I can actually get into world tier yeah. three. I have not done anything past that point though. So that's where I'm at right now. I cannot believe that I've finished the game and I am still excited to pour like dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of hours yeah. into this game. I I mean, bravo, right? Like, uh, Honestly, like even the ending for the story felt like a season of television that just yes. finished. Yep. And I was just like, ooh, where's this going to go next? Yep. And, uh, I, I hope they have, like, a good, like, I, I'm not a game developer, but, like, in my mind, it's like, they could they could craft missions and, like, little oh, interstitial things get, fairly yes. fast. Like, yes. just reuse, like, you could reuse the areas and, like, do some fun storytelling, like an MMO. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that they have something like that planned and we don't have to wait a year for an expansion. Uh, but I'm, I'm all on board for more mm-hmm. Diablo and whatever so, they have. So am I. And listen, if it takes a year, but it's a, a significant expansion, then I'm cool with that too, right? Yeah. Like, let's treat it like a season. It's every, you know, 9, 10, 11 months, 12, you know, 12 months. Fine, right? Yeah. If it's significant. And so... I, I think my only concern is I was reading about the seasonal content, like when the season one starts. It's like yeah. you re-roll a new character and then you level up that character for the season. And I'm like, I don't... I don't want to roll a new character, uh, so I'm I'm I hope that's not the case. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, because that I... would that would kill any momentum I have towards that right. game. Like I'll put it this way: the Final Fantasy 16 demo was released for with the prologue and about two hours of content. Mm. I haven't even touched that yet. I've been playing yeah. Diablo, and I, that's everyone that I've talked to about that. Everyone I've been t- talking about, all the reactions I've seen is just like yeah. that demo is incredible. This game is like shocking so many folks. <laughs> Um, all right, moving on from Diablo, you've also been playing some Marvel Snap. Yes, uh, so we are in a new season that is Spider-Verse related. Uh, you get Ghost Spider as a new card. I think I might have mentioned this last week a little bit. Um, but the fact that I want to mention is 
my current season rank is 96. <laughs> I am four tiers away from infinite. <laughs> I am so close I can taste it. Um, Rob, I'm so close. And I, I like, and it's only the second week of the season. Are, so, you, just not, are you just not sleeping at night? Is, this, is that what's happening here? No, so I finished last season at 80? Or no, 70, 77. 78 right. 77 78 and then i just hit um i just hit an absolute like win, winning streak with the deck i had uh when the when the season started and i got up to 80 and say so i went from like 78 to 48 because you dropped 30 tiers and then went from 48 to 80 super quick what they've yeah. also what they've also done is uh before it used to take 10 cubes to um rank up yeah. they dropped that to seven now Okay. So, so if you actually win a max cube game, you get eight cubes, uh, and you it's an automatic level up. So, uh, in situations where you have six of seven, and you, then you win an eight, you just ranked up twice. Uh, it's been it's been great. Uh, they also dropped the conquest mode. Uh, this was yesterday, I believe, or two days ago. It came out, and the conquest mode is kind of like the friends battle, where you have a health bar. And you play games until your health drops, and your health essentially works like uh, cubes. So I, I think it's ten and ten. And uh, if you if someone snaps, then the amount of damage the loser will take is like four, two, four, or eight, depending on if they retreat or not. Uh, and so you do that, and you win like points and tickets that you can then redeem for like variants and boosters and uh, tickets for a higher higher tier ranks. It's a uh, it's pretty neat. It's it's a lot of fun. Kind of stressful. I started a match yesterday, or last, I only did one match last night. I immediately lost all but two of my health. So whatever happened, if I if I lost any round going forward, I would pretty much lose. And I came back and won it. <laughs> so I nice. took someone down from full health. At, it was like do or die for me, and I won every round. <laughs> uh, that dude was pissed, but. Great times, great times. Marvel Snap is still one of the best mobile games out there. I saw also saw that they introduced a new mode. Yeah, Conquest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that one. So it's it's okay, like the French gotcha. battle. Yeah. Um, all right. That I think wraps up what you've been playing. I've got a couple more that I need to touch quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, Convergence, a League of Legends story. That's the one that stars Echo. I finished it, completed it. By the end of that game, like many Metroidvanias, right, you now have access to all of these different powers. And usually that results in a challenging boss fight at the end that requires you to kind of use everything you've learned. Um, this final boss fight kind of requires you to use everything you, that you've learned, except it's I did not find it that challenging. <laughs> uh, I found it to be... Um, actually pretty easy, especially compared to some of the other uh, boss fights. And this game, by no means, is are any of the boss fights all that difficult. Yeah. Uh, the ability to rewind and kind of like fix your mistake, uh, just the, the very nature of that means that you should get through these boss fights, right? With, with Without too much of a hassle. Most of the yeah. difficulty does come in like the platforming. Um, all that being said, I absolutely loved this game. Um, I don't think that it's necessarily going to make like my top 10 games of the year, 
but it absolutely is a game I'm glad I played and I would highly recommend, especially if it like is available on a sale or something like that. I I wonder how these like spin-off games are doing, these Riot Forge games are doing. And I feel like people who I feel like people are going to miss out on this game because nobody's talking about it. Right. Because they they just drop like they announce these yeah. games and they just they don't put a date on them and they just yep. drop it. And honestly, not some of the best timing. Like this dropped what right around Diablo and Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, maybe um, right right around Tears of the Kingdom. I think, yeah. yeah, and so it's just like, why would anyone drop Tears of the Kingdom to go play this? Yeah, and then unless they see it on sale or something, I don't think people are gonna go pick it up. Like I had to go searching for reviews and stuff to see what right. people were saying about this. Right. I didn't see any gameplay trailer or any, so it, it becomes a little bit difficult yeah. uh, with how they're marketing this stuff. Like I said, considering that for the time being, there is a kind of 2D Prince of Persia void, uh, this definitely fills <laughs> that. And yeah. uh, is, is, is one of the more enjoyable Metroidvanias that I've played in a while. Um, the other thing I have played is I played more of Street Fighter Six. Last week, we talked about how I had just touched it a little bit, did maybe mm -hmm. like the first 45 minutes of World Tour more World tour mode i've put a little bit more time into that mode that mode is still super goofy but it is like weirdly enjoyable i don't think it's the kind of mode that you sit there and you like grind through mm -hmm. i think it is very much the type of thing that is better in smaller chunks you go in there uh you do a couple missions couple quests really quickly and then hop out of there uh it's nice as like oh so and so is supposed to hop on in a little bit. Let me go in and just do something quickly. I think it's super funny that you gain access to these abilities in the overworld that allow you to like um, start fights, right? Yeah. Uh, against anybody who you deem as a threat, basically. Like anybody, <laughs> there are characters that they very much say, like, hey, if they're masked or wearing a cardboard box over the head, like they're up to no good, you know? And uh, and my experience is like has an been, old like, lady walking if, around. <laughs> my experience is if you don't hit them first, they're gonna hit you. And so uh, also the fact that you can use some of those overworld abilities. Uh, one of them is you know Chun Li's what's it called? It's her like um, helicopter kick, right? Where she spins yeah. upside down. What is it actually called though? Anyway, her uh, kick? No, mm, no, I don't. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, but you can use that to traverse the world. Like if you go up a ladder <laughs> and there's a gap from like one roof to the next, you can use it to cross that gap. And That's so hilarious. it's silly. Yeah, it's silly stuff like that that I think is, is super clever and super funny and very weird in a good way. Uh, as far as multiplayer is concerned, I have been able to, the first night we tried to do custom rooms for whatever reason, it would just wouldn't work. We'd mm -hmm. get into the room and it would, uh, we'd sit down, to, to face each other and then it would we both ready up it would say whatever ready and then it would just have it an error connecting um i'm guessing it was just that night for that couple out that hour that we tried to do it because ever since then it's worked flawlessly and i've complained a lot about japanese video game developers and the way they handle online fighting lobbies especially when you're just trying to play with your friends and this still has some of that right there's an actual overworld that you can walk into sit down at the street fighter 6 arcade machine and play against somebody but mm -hmm. then they also have custom rooms where you can just invite your friends in and you go in and, and pair up against each other and it works the way I want it to work, right? The way that like Netherrealm does, like I, I actually wish that this was more of a King of the Hill situation, that they had a mode like that where a winner stays on and next player just gets queued in automatically. Yeah. Without that, this is the next best solution and it, it works flawlessly. It's exactly what I want, honestly. Um, 
outside of there not being a king of the hill mode i have messed around with a couple characters have put some more time into uh some of the newer characters and i i find that so far i haven't i've played ones that don't necessarily click with me but have still been like fun and enjoyable play and i think a lot of that is due to the amount of style this game has and how well it runs and how much like cool it oozes right like it just oozes style style is the better word it just oozes a ton of style and i really like the mechanics they've added in this they've always had that like um for the past few games they've had that mechanic where you are invincible for a little bit right um and you can use it defensively or even offensively as an opener i like how they've also I like how they balance that mechanic uh, a little bit in this in this game. I, I everything I've done so I've played so far of this of this I've enjoyed and have been like this is one of the best fighting games I've played in a very long time. That being said, I'm still terrible at it, <laughs> and uh, I realize that my current fight stick that I have has a square gate that I never switched over my old octagon gate to it. Ooh. And so for the first like 45 minutes, I thought I was using my octagon gate. And so I kept trying to do this is like nobody cares about this. But I'm gonna no, I, I do because I, actually... I, kept, I kept trying to do uh, just even a dragon punch. Right. Yeah. Uh, so quarter circle forward. And so with the octagon gate, like when you get it all the way forward, you, you're it locks basically. Right. Like it clicks into that groove. And so I was just getting because I didn't realize that my gate wasn't in there, I was doing it and then stopping at the lock and the lock is just the corner. So I'm just going down diagonal. I'm not completing the <laughs> go. And it's like really throwing me off. Uh, even with like charge characters, not being able to like get it into the groove and then across the other groove and stuff like that is really, really throwing me off. Um, and so hopefully, I, I mean, they're cheap too. They're like a couple of bucks. So I opened, ordered a new one. Should be here tomorrow. Hopefully that will... Uh, help me out a little bit make me incrementally bigger better which honestly in fighting games matters uh, yeah i mean have you seen the forearms in this game <laughs> oh my god yeah i can't i really can't get over luke's character design i know we talked about it last week yeah. but every time i see him i just start laughing it doesn't make sense like how does this guy stand up um anyway what, what and, did he do to get his, i want like a backstory just oh, a campaign mm, backstory for him mm, just a no. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't want to know what he had to do to get forearms that big. Uh, uh, who are you like? Who are you playing with? Uh, I think I'm going to main Kimberly. Uh, okay. She, she's just like the coolest of the new characters in my opinion, as far as like her character design and, and kind of what some of her abilities are and stuff like that. Uh, th- I also want to try out Lily because she's very different than the normal. I normally don't play grapplers, and so. Um, and then I also played some of JP, and he is broken. I think everybody is saying he's broken, and he's broken. Okay. And so, uh, so yeah, those are the characters I've been messing around with a little bit. But then, like I said, I've touched and played with almost all of the characters so far. Um, HR, but I hello. think I think yeah, right. I think Kimberly <laughs> is the one I'm going to stick with and, and play. Uh, uh, although we'll see. Uh, how's have you messed with any of the tutorial stuff in this game? I'm just curious if it's like yes any good for me to jump in yeah i got a steam gift card uh from a buddy for my birthday and i'm like i could get street fighter or maybe i get something else uh, that might be coming out in the future i I don't know what to spend it on just yet 
Yeah, so I think it does a decent job of, first off, teaching you the basics, right? It has a basics tutorial, an advanced tutorial, try to teach you some of the mechanics. And then it has a lot of options in the actual, like, uh, training mode when you're just fighting against the bot, right? It also has the settings that you can set up, like, oh, I'm trying to practice this aspect of the game, so I need the bots to react this way, right? And it tells you how they're going to react based on what aspect you're trying to train. So stuff like that is really cool. They also have character-specific, like, combo uh, guides so that you can practice their, their, their combos. It even lets you auto-advance or set it to repeat, so you just keep doing the same combo over and over again, which is great if you're trying to, like, develop muscle memory on that combo, right? Doing it once and then moving on isn't going to have you retain it. Um, the one thing that bothers me, though, is that as far as I can tell, it doesn't have the ability for me to, when I'm in the training mode where I'm just, there's like a stationary bot, doesn't have the ability for me to pin the special attacks and the combos on the screen so that I can always oh. see what their inputs are. And past games like Mortal Kombat and I think even um, Killer Instinct allowed you to do that. And that was always like one of the most helpful things for me. Um, they also have very specific like character guides basically going through and teaching you like, oh, this is what this character wants to do. And and this is how what all their different moves and what they're meant for and stuff like that. So there is a lot of depth there. Um, I don't know for sure yet if it's translating into actual like practical use and actually learning how to how to play the game and play the characters um i have spent like 45 minutes or so in in actually maybe more than that in the training on uh, a couple of the characters and um i think that learning some of the like it's great for learning some of the easier combos to start off and stuff like that. I just don't, so far I haven't found it great for uh, learning their like true bread and butter combos yet. But I will say I, it's those, those combo guides are also broken up into like beginner and advanced and intermediate and then advanced, I believe. And so uh, I haven't gotten all the way through with characters yet. So, you know, hopefully I'll be able to speak more on that in the future. Awesome. No, uh, I'm looking forward to eventually diving into this. I know the Steam uh, summer sale st kicks off in a week or two. Uh, even if it's slightly discounted, I think I might pick it up. So uh, I'm kind of excited to get my hands on it and hopefully. I, sh I, sh I should have. Yeah, I should have figured uh, that we'd start talking about Street Fighter Six, and all of a sudden a wild Engie would appear in the chat. <gasps> Oh going my god! Completely off on everything. Uh, yeah. So he he pointed out that Lily and Kimberly are considered lower tier. JP is considered top tier. Uh, that's part of the reason why I also want to play Lily and Kimberly because I'm stubborn and I I tend to gravitate away from like meta characters at first. Um, and then he also said just get a hitbox. Spoiler, but I have a <laughs> not a hitbox, uh, but a snack box coming. Uh, it's supposed to ship, I think in two in a week and a half so and that's so. the one that comes with the doritos and the cheetos right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like a super thin uh you know low profile hitbox style lever I, they're, what are they called they're called leverless controllers and so um can i, I go can i go to a, a ng uh tangent 
real quick. It's a it's a fun story. Sure, sure, sure. Let's yeah, it's, it's it's really quick. So yesterday on Instagram, NG posted this story uh, of a deer just laying down in his backyard with his like head kind of up, and he puts a caption like "Long day, huh?" And I'm just and I'm laughing because like NG's had like such bad luck with deer in his backyard, and he just he hates them. He absolutely hates deer. Um, and so in the morning we get a text from him. He's like, "Hey." There's a dead deer in my backyard. <laughs> and so and he's like, it's not even like in a convenient spot. It's like in uh-huh. the furthest corner possible. And these things weigh like 400 pounds. And he like they have to remove it. So the, the rest of the morning ended up being us sending him deer jokes and him trying to figure out how to get this deer moved to the front of his house and then someone to come and take it. Did um, none of you immediately reply, long day, huh? <laughs> oh, we should have. We should have. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love you, Angie. All right. Well, moving on. The last thing I want to talk about is uh, I had mentioned previously that I had ordered a ROG Ally. All right. And tell me how every way it sucks, Rob. I can tell you it is here. Ooh. Uh, you can see it in all its glory on the live stream, although a little bit out of focus. Here's what the back profile looks like. How's the hand feel? Uh, so I uh, think it feels great, honestly. I think it okay. feels really good in the hands. Now, granted, I've got slightly smaller hands than, than some people. Um, There's joy count hands. I think I think <laughs> it feels I think it feels great in my hands. Um, I have I got it yesterday. Yes, today's Wednesday. Got it yesterday. Um, real quick, some of my impressions. First off, out of the box, grabbing it, it feels solid. It feels like a premium product, right? Um, it doesn't feel cheap. The buttons feel good. The, th- the thumbsticks click in nice. They 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 are positioned properly. They feel good. Uh, D pad feels uh, better than okay. Right. Um, I like the way the buttons are. They're a little bit fat. They remind me a little bit of like the Xbox 360 buttons, where oh, they're okay. like a little bit flat and fat. Are um, they? L- so question: the, the button sound is it quiet as a PS5 controller, or is it as loud as a it's, it's Xbox? Loud. It's loud. Okay, so yeah. it's not a bed device, you'd say. I would not say it's a bed device, probably. Okay. Um, the bumpers and triggers feel fine so far. Haven't used them properly yet. Okay. okay. Um, haven't hit them through their paces. Okay, get it out of the box, turn it on, set it up. Here's something that everybody needs to keep in mind with this device and has to think about. They have to change their mindset, right? Because I think dedicated gaming devices like the Switch, dedicated handhelds like the Switch, I I would assume the Steam Deck, because they're all running their own UI, right? Their onboarding and their startup process is fairly smooth, right? Think about this as the way, same way, this is running Windows, not like a, a modified Windows. This is running Windows. So think yeah. about the way setting up a, a computer or setting up a laptop is, and that's what this is. You are setting up Windows as the same way you set up Windows, which means that you are going to go through that whole onboarding process that Windows does, and then you are then going to download a million security updates and uh, driver updates and stuff like that, and then have to restart your device again so those all get applied it was it was like i said it was very much like me uh setting up a laptop for the first time 
and not <laughs> window. Wi- I'm so excited. Windows update. Damn it. Right. Driver yes. update. Windows yes. update. Did you install the NVIDIA graphics driver? <laughs> uh, well, no, because I think this is running on the AMD, right? Okay. Uh, uh, system on a chip, if I'm not mistaken. And so I, uh, that being said, once I got through the initial, admittedly kind of clunky setup of it, um, it is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> It is like, I mean, so the Xbox app uh, and the Game Pass app works the exact same way that the PC one does, right? So I was already, I logged in. First of all, because I logged into my Windows, I was already (laughs) logged into my Xbox account and went right in and started queuing up things to download, right? And then, uh, so the way it works is that it has a very much looks like your Windows desktop and stuff like that. But then it also has the Armory Create overlay which is like your hub for kind of streamlining everything. And, and, and is honestly is what makes this feel most like a gaming device. And yeah. so when you oh, press a dedicated button to open that up, it gives you a whole bunch of different options, like the ability to put it in turbo mode or performance mode or silent mode, depending on how much power you want to use um, uh, and how much battery life you're looking to burn through, really, is what we're talking yeah. about. And there's also the ability for um, FSR, right? Uh, oh, okay. No, RSR, RSR. If the game doesn't support FSR, then they ha- this has RSR? Yes. I, thought, no. I don't know RS, yeah. well, RSR Which one? Is... What, what is, yeah. Anyway. Um, basically, if it doesn't have AMD, like their equivalent of the DLSS, um, then the system basically has its own, own, own that will like up-res uh, lower images onto the thing. The screen itself, seven inches and is a 1080p screen. It's so far bright. It's colorful. Like the screen looks absolutely gorgeous. I Is it OLED or is it LED? I, no, I believe it's LED. Okay. And so that is the one thing that's like, you know, I wish it was an OLED, but. I, I think um, it's like LED for right. the most part. The, the other thing is, so yeah, so Army Crate opens up. It has your library, which has all your individual games, but also has the different launchers and stores. So the Xbox app is there. I click it there. It pops it up. The Steam uh, application is there as well. I click it. It pops up, and it pops up in big picture mode. Oh, that's okay. so good. That's it perfect. It is so good. I, 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 as somebody who has only used Steam on their monitors and stuff like that and uh, has never had a need, really, for big picture mode, it is it's it's fantastic it's so it's so good especially for a handheld device it's one of those things where it feels like they you know at this point what was a steam box 10 years ago right they were talking about it yeah Uh, when they were talking about basically being able to release these steam boxes where people will be able to connect them to their tv and they'd be dedicated consoles essentially and when they started making the transition to trying to make pcs themselves and steam in general more uh big screen friendly and more tv friendly and introducing the big screen mode i did not realize just how how great that thing runs and looks and is super like intuitive um and I, I mean, it was absolutely awesome. All my Steam games were there available for me to download. Uh, I downloaded Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now, the one thing I haven't tested yet is that that game, I know one of the benefits of this game is that for games like Destiny and Fortnite and stuff that use like mm-hmm. kernel level anti-cheat, system level anti-cheat, yeah, uh, it's possible, right? 
Um, I am curious to how this game handles the fact that that game in particular requires you to launch the 2K launcher as well. And so launching separate launchers. I I imagine because it is just running Windows that it's not going to be a problem. But uh, Yeah, I imagine that would be the case just because it's just in the background. Right. And so um, I still have to test that out. Now, navigation of the thing. I, I have been using, you can use a right stick, almost like a cursor as your mouse, but I have been mostly using the touchscreen to navigate through Windows. And that How has accurate been, is the it's touch? It's not always great, right? I yeah. mean, Windows is not built for touch. It's just not. Yeah. Windows 11, at least, is not built for touch. Yeah. Um, even, so, uh, even the Steam Deck, like in des- desktop mode, it's like yeah. it, you would think you know where you're touching, but it's just slightly yes. off. Right. And so... Uh, it hasn't been a, a huge headache. The only time where it's been a little bit of a headache is that uh, one of the games that I tested out so far was uh, Persona 5 Royal. I hate uh, that you via, tested that out via just Xbox, because you did. You, he's like, you're like, it runs so smoothly. And I was like, ooh. And, uh, and I was like, wait, no, it runs fine on the Steam Deck. <laughs> and so uh, entering in my name, uh, I had to actually like click out of the game to bring up the virtual keyboard and then type in my name on the virtual keyboard uh, on the game. There's no shortcut? Uh, there, not that I could find yet. Uh, okay. I know that the, the it does have dedicated shortcuts using the back buttons and secondary features on the D-pad to bring up like task manager and to go back to desktop. Um, but as far as virtual keyboard, I might be able to assign one, but I don't think I have found one yet. Uh, hold the M1 or M2 macro buttons uh-huh. and press D-pad up to make the on-screen keyboard appear. Okay, okay. Okay, because yeah. uh, the for the Steam Deck on, in desktop mode, it's like mm. the Steam button and X to bring it up. It's yeah. a little bit clunky, but um, I guess that's what USB-C and like the, the hubs and stuff are for. Now... Uh, like I said, I booted up Persona 5 Royal so far, and that's the only game I've tested on it. How I do am speakers? Ru- I am running... Well, I'm using earbuds well. okay. right now. Uh, I mean, I do. the speakers do sound loud enough because uh, yeah. when I... You know, when Steam launched in big picture mode, I wasn't expecting... I wasn't expecting it, and it has audio confirmation when you're scrolling through everything. Uh, so the speakers seem like they're, they're more than adequate. Um... But Persona 5 Royal, I am currently running it on medium graphical settings, mm-hmm. I think is what I have it as. And I'm running it in performance and not turbo, right? Uh, because I, because that realistically, that's mostly what I'm going to be playing in, right? What's, uh, because turbo is just like overclocking it to... Turbo is, yeah, the most, I think it's 30 watts versus okay. 15 watts, something like that. And so it's giving it the most power. If you're trying to hit like 60 frames per second on on a graphically demanding game at 1080p, that's the mode you want to be in. And mm-hmm. when I when you when you're plugged in to an outlet, that's the mode that it defaults to. Got and it. so I think that'll be mostly when I'm using something like that is when like say I'm on a plane and I'm plugged in, right, or at an airport or at a coffee shop, where I'm somewhere where I can be plugged in and stuff like that. Um, then I'll use turbo. But for the most part, I think performance is what I'm going to be uh, using. How does so, it feel like um, in terms of like heat and like did it get warm? It, I did in the in I didn't play for that that long. I played for like forty minutes or mm-hmm. so. It didn't get warm at all. Okay. Um, and that seems to be in line with some of the reviews that have released for this thing so far. Is that uh, yeah, it doesn't get all that loud, 
and it seems like the vents are doing a good job at pushing the heat away from where you are and so um it didn't get that warm and i am playing the game at 1080p and i think i went in and tweaked a couple of the settings so i basically put draw distance down uh to maybe low because i think it's like high low and then none at all and so i think i have it at low and then i have it locked at a I have it locked at 30 frames because okay. that's not a game that like needs to be uh, yeah. more than 30 frames per second though. And so, nice yeah, sure. Sure. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll test it out and see, you know, pump it up to 60. Yeah. I think, I think you should have, I think it should easily be able to handle it. At yes. 60. I think so as well. Yeah. Um, but just looking at like, I downloaded Pentiment. I downloaded cassette beast. I downloaded, uh, Booga 2, which I told you I had started and stuff like that. Yeah. See, like, the, the, the part that blows my mind is like you're yeah. saying downloaded. And I'm like, well, he's, not, he's not saying streamed. He's not right. saying streamed like right. I'm doing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've downloaded all those games. They leave you on there. I have a 5. So it's a 512 SSD built into it. And then a 512 uh, micro SD that I, I put in. And so I've been installing pretty much everything to that uh, micro SD. And so I will say that because the micro SD isn't uh the fastest necessarily uh it does have support for the newest version sdxc or whatever they're called yeah but it's ultra fast yeah i think right now everything's like xd2 or something like that and Mm -hmm. it's just it has support for xd3 or maybe they're all xd1 yeah they're all most are xd1 and this Mm -hmm. has support for xd2 uh but xd2 are there's only like two people making manufacturers making them and they are crazy expensive um but it does have support for that so i will say that the one thing is that the initial load on games has been a little bit longer than um a little bit longer than i like but i think that again is is because of the the micro sd and not the ssd itself on on the system um yeah i i mean it's it's everything i wanted man as somebody who came into this being like this is my dedicated game pass machine right uh it's it's turning out to be something even more than that right like i really do think that i will be uh probably purchasing more games on pc and on steam and stuff like that knowing that i can then take it on the road with me natively right and not yeah. not to stream or not not that yeah not streaming it or remote play um but yeah that wraps up what i've been playing let's See, you wanted to bring Kevin into this. He's showing up late to the show. Let's see how this actually works oh. out. Yeah, okay. Is he... He's in the lobby right now. I can okay, let's pull him into TriCast first. Okay, go ahead. Did you send him a link? Uh, it's in the chat. Uh, oh, wait. So, Angie is asking if you should get Dragala or Steam Deck. Uh, <sighs> here's what I would say. Is that, uh, do you have Xbox Game Pass? He does, uh, I believe. Then, then I think you get the the ally, honestly. Uh, just because there's no tinkering with it. Um, there's no tinkering with it. It just works right out of the box. Uh, I, I, it, also, Steam worked right out of the box and, and loaded up right away. I just think that, like, I think that the, the, the thing that you have to keep in mind, though, is that uh, is that 
this product is just now releasing and they've already released a bunch of updates since their like review models and stuff like that uh went live and uh, versus like the steam deck which has been out for a while and they've kind of fixed a lot of those they're they're at a place now where they're much better than when they launched originally and uh and i so you have to keep that in consideration right is that like this device should only get better and, and the way they're talking they're de they're saying that they're dedicated to make it better uh but right now there are some like you know uh growing <laughs> this device as well uh, <laughs> what is happening? I, I don't know. This is this is a disaster. This is what we get for trying to bring someone in in the middle of the podcast. Oh, it's um, Discord, man. It's Discord. Uh, give me a second. I'll I, close it. This fixes it's it. A, Discord. Um, just... Yeah, Rob. Let's continue. Oh, oh, my gosh. I will this fix is a, the stream a disaster. as we uh, continue. Uh, oh my god. So, Rob, how's it going? I mean, it's going all right, I, I guess. <laughs> oh my God, it's doing it again. Is it? Are we? No, hold on. No, I think I, th I think we should be good. Are we okay? Yeah, no, I'm below now. That's fine. Okay, there we go. Do you I think, see me? Right, hold on. Now we're good. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, I see you on Discord. I don't see Kev. I see multiple Robs. Dude, my Discord, Discord is now seven Robs. Oh, Eight, you nine. guys are all you guys are all welcome. <laughs> I see I see Kevin. My Discord is normal. So I don't know. Oh my god. Okay. This uh, okay. Thing is going crazy. You know what? We'll we'll continue. You know what? How about uh, this? How about this? How about this? I just turn off my camera and you just like, you know, I'll I'll put a picture of my uh my face in the little in the chat. You just put that right over right over my actually no. My uh my thing yeah, comes up. I, yeah, your thing comes up. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll we'll figure this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it still is it is it still bugging out for okay. you? Okay. Or is it? Dude, Dude, I think I, I think I fixed see it. What I'm seeing right now, it's so weird. Okay. This is All just right. gonna have to be how we handle this. Yeah. Uh, hey, at least the TriCast portion worked flawlessly. <laughs> All right, yeah. And just let them write in. Yeah. Just let them write right. in. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Which could be a problem if someone decides to. Really just, yeah. To right. Because bit. we just. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> we gotta maybe we gotta be better about where we put that link. Yeah. <laughs> right. So and the entire conversation. Yeah, and you just like jump in and be like, L "Let me tell you about the deer." <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, that. I mean, uh, Kevin, you want to talk about what you've been playing real quick before we go over to the news? Yeah, real quick because uh, I really want to talk about Starfield more than anything. Um, yeah. Did you guys touch on Starfield yet? No, we haven't touched uh, no. news yet. We're gonna okay, go cool. right now. Yeah. So I uh, actually picked up Marvel Snap. Um, mm -hmm. oh, I was wow. playing that for well, I'm about five, six hours in or something. Yeah. Um, it's 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 funny. It's one of those games where like the first like twenty minutes, you're like, oh, this game kind of sucks, and then an hour later, you're like, oh, I'm still playing it. Oh god, this is not good. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm developing an addiction. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't have the this game kind of sucks. I just went straight to oh, this is could be an addiction. Yeah, and yeah. for 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 me, it was. I've drained my battery life twice today playing this game. And uh, I remember my wife going, I thought you were going to play video games. I was like, I was. It was Marvel <laughs> Snap upstairs. She's like, you never came downstairs. I was like, I needed a charger. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be as deep as it was. Like with, oh, the, mm -hmm. with the zones changing and 
yep. you know, everything going crazy. And I didn't lose for like like legit 30 games. So I'm like, yeah, oh, this is so it, easy. Yeah, it um, does that in the beginning on the, it, on, the, on the onboarding. It's a yeah, tutorial so, for like 25 of those matches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I started hitting the little snap logo button at the top. I hit, I hit that turn one like every game. Right. I get to like yeah. level 15 and then I did not win a game for like 10 games straight. It was pretty Yeah, crazy. that'll happen. Yeah. yeah. Once you yeah. once you hit that that wall, then you start getting better cards, different cards, start changing your deck up, realizing what's meta and That's uh, when I started really liking the game. That's yeah, when I started right. getting my butt kicked. Yeah. Yep. So so just to give you a quick recap of like where you're at. So you're in the tier 1 pool and as your collection level reaches a certain point, you start you only unlock cards in the tier one pool once you hit the tier two one you start unlocking cards in tier two but it's random on how you receive those cards and then you mm. get to tier three and tier That's three is it's like oh you're in, are you in tier three already what's your collection okay, no, no 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 i'm getting random cards now okay random card um and then once you get to three uh, it's just like it could be the anything card from series pool. three four or five yeah. um it, it's okay. it's so it's so yet. much fun yeah um yeah it's great i just hit rank 96 today uh four ranks away from infinite i okay. can feel it i, I can feel okay. it i see you. i'm gonna have to catch up <laughs> and you said uh, he hates the high evolution uh, evolutionary deck uh it was a card they released during uh last month's guardian of the galaxy mm. um um season pass i ended up buying it and it that's the one that carried me uh pretty high i am so jealous of everyone with uh rocket with rocket raccoon like Every time it gets played, I'm just like, son of a gun. You'll unlock it. It's I think it's one of the core cards. It is. Cool yeah. one. So, yeah. yeah. You'll get it. get it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know where I am then. All right, cool. Yeah. All so right. Just keep, keep leveling your cards. Get your collection level up higher. Yeah. And... All right. Let's move in to the news. We've got plenty to talk about. There's no way that we're going to be able to talk about every single one of these. All right. And so we don't so deserve it. And so, we're going to talk about every other one of these. <laughs> no. So we'll stop and we'll get some words on some of these. First off, uh, yeah, Summer Game Fest, everything that was announced. So we had... IGN put the big stuff up front. Or did yeah. we do this in reverse order? I don't know. So, uh, well, that's fine. That's, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming in early 2024. Uh, I saw this trailer. Uh, it looks like a more open Final Fantasy VII remake. I think that the game looks... Uh, gorgeous i think that the gameplay looks just as fun as that first one was uh i still think that the story just seems like complete and other nonsense and garbage and i uh, <laughs> I, I am like i am like i do not everything they showed story-wise i was just like literally this stuff is gonna make me not play this game uh i watched that trailer and as i was watching it i was like a giddy school girl and then i went Rob is gonna watch this trailer and say exactly what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, honestly, as a fan, it looks amazing. They're just dropping some crazy lore stuff as well with uh, ramifications that to like a lot of what fans love about Seven, uh, yeah. the original. So it, yeah, it's it's just as much a sequel as it is a remake. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it is. I, I can't wait. All the locations, all the characters look fantastic. Um. Next and two news. and two Final Fantasy games within the year's time period. It's the best time. Okay, I disagree. Uh, Spider Man Two gets an October twentieth, twenty twenty three release date. Uh, I think that's a, a a 
perfectly great time. Uh, we're going to find out as we go through this that October this year is wild. 2023 and September. It's yeah. everything, September, yes. everything about this year is just yeah. like stop announcing games. Yep. Um, we, uh, also, also, like, did they really hold back this announcement just for Summer Game Fest? Or like, did they really not know by the Sony no, they, showcase? Yeah, they, <laughs> listen, you got to give Keely his due. All right. Yeah. You got to kiss the ring. You got to give him his due. And so this is what this was. They definitely were just holding it for Summer Games Fest. Yeah. Uh, print and leave Venom. something for, for this one or else it's going to seem kind of dry. Yeah. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown is coming next year. It's funny that I was talking last week and then this week about playing Convergence, A League of Legends Story, and how that Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake kind of left that hole there. And then they released this 2D time-rewinding Metroidvania-esque uh, Prince of Persia game uh, coming Yo. to PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox, Nintendo, w- and PC on January 18th. I want this so bad. This looks yeah, amazing. It looks, it looks awesome. I think it's dope. I think uh, I think it's awesome that the main character is basically like the bodyguard of the prince in, mm-hmm. in this. And so you're getting a brand new character and the it looks exactly what I want out of a modern day Prince of Persia game. Yeah. That looks cool. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 got some gameplay trailer. I mean, everything I see coming out of this game looks absolutely awesome. They also showed off more of like the cameo fighters and how they basically work like assists in uh, like Marvel vs. Capcom and stuff like that, where the characters will, will come in. Where uh, Granted, those are tag games, but in tag games, you can press a button and have the character in your party actually come in and assist with an attack to kind of string out a combo or open up a combo and so you can do the same thing here in mortal kombat one uh which is i gotta get used to calling it mortal kombat one uh yeah, Fortnite. so well, i was gonna say so yeah. many people are so hyped for mortal kombat one i was mm-hmm. like I, I haven't seen y'all play mortal kombat in like you know the last three I, I, I didn't i didn't get uh why they came back but you know Reboots do that. I get. I got you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's strange. I think the last three were fantastic, actually. And I also think that one of the allures of Mortal Kombat is that it does have a, at least since they rebooted it the last time, is they have committed to this, like, actual single-player campaign, right? Where you're getting six hours of story and getting to play with the different characters and stuff like that throughout. And it's not a, like... <laughs> tacked on additive mode kind of the way that although i'm I'm enjoying it to a degree the world tour is in in street fighter or it's way better than say like guilty gear strive which is literally just an anime movie that you watch it's not an actual (laughs) single player campaign and so yeah um, i think mortal kombat definitely has the best lore of all the the fighting games so lean in uh, Fortnite Wilds reveals Transformers crossover. That's fine. Sonic Superstars is a new 2D classic Sonic game coming this year. I thought uh, this looked cool. Yeah, so cool. cool. I think, loved it. It has the same physics as Mania too. Right. I was, what I was gonna say is that they have when they have committed to like modern takes on the old 2D formula and stuff like that. Like they've done very well, and so I, I'm definitely down to give this a try and and play it. Um, I think my thing though with these games is I just want them to be like, I want to feel like I'm going fast and, and, and it to be fluid. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and so hopefully that this is that, uh, Alan Wake 2 gets a huge gameplay reveal. I didn't think this was a great demo. 
Uh, you know, it's funny. I saw that take from a couple people, and then I also saw people anecdotally on uh, social media and stuff like that who actually got to go and play it and try it. Talk mm-hmm. about um, how how good it actually looks. Oh yeah, and, no, I... and how scary it, it and creepy it seems. And so, um, I'm my fingers crossed because I love the first one. I love I I loved and played American Nightmare. Uh, and so I'm, I'm all in on this game, uh, coming out. And I also think that it's cool that it is releasing as just a digital only game. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in five years time, everything's going to be digital. Right. Like right. the storefronts, I, the, like Best Buy's shelves are just stocked all the time. It's, yeah. it's really weird buying physical mm-hmm. nowadays. Yep. I think that this is definitely the start of, of that, like the beginning of that wave. Uh, like I, a dragon I, guided. <laughs> Wait, I, I say this. As d- during Summer Game Fest, Keely talks about Final Fantasy 16 and people get super hyped and then drops a DoorDash Taco Bell uh, contest to win the collector's edition for Final Fantasy 16, yeah. which I did, which of I did course. partake in. Um, did. But yeah, just uh, I want that collector's edition. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name has a release date November 9th. Star Trek Infinite was announced. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando was revealed. Uh, Sandland. Um, okay. Power World uh, is like Pokemon, but with guns. I saw. Yeah. I saw this. But I mean, fine, whatever. Uh, quick thing on Heck Sandland. Yeah. Quick thing yeah. on Sandland. Look, I get Akira Toriyama. Um, his art style, of mm-hmm. Dragon Ball, everything is great. But man, like all the games they do, he he does. They just look and feel the same with Bandai. Like he really needs a different developer to support his artwork. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, true. Power World just seems like it's gonna be awesome. I I just I don't know, man. Uh, you know what it is is that I just don't get all that excited about early access announcements and and, and stuff anymore. Mm. And so, so I wait, think that's the was... thing that's just like. Well, but forget the early access for a second. What about just the fact that, like, you have... It's like, Pokemon uh, with guns? I mean, that's yeah. cool. I'm down. Okay. Kind of look warm on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also one of those things where, like, until it's actually, like, out, out, mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I also, yeah, like... the execution's what matters. Yes, right. Oh, my and God. So, he just massacred um, Pokemon, or pals with yeah rockets. yeah <laughs> uh lord of the rings returns of moria is coming this fall final fantasy 7 ever crisis is getting a closed beta banishers goes to new eden is from the creators of vampire baldur's gate 3 uh twisted metal <laughs> debuts on peacock cool. on july 27th oh wait, I, wait, wait, which is I quick think, twisted metal or twisted metal. i think okay. none of that I, other stuff I, deserved to be mentioned i think that <laughs> it was so weird and it's going to take me a long time <laughs> to hear Will Arnett's voice coming out of that Samo sweet Joe. tooth actor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a mo- it's a mojo. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Yeah. I, it kind of made it like it kind of took me out of the room a little bit. It kind of made it funnier. Right. Me, I mean, it, it, it definitely it is weird. shows. I think it just definitely shows the tone that this show is going for. Uh, my, yeah. uh, my, my favorite was... Uh, like I'm a Peacock employee, but my favorite thing was like I wanted to just see the general reaction because like I saw the clip and I was like, that's not the clip I would have shown. Yeah. Um, 
before Ooh. this as the first introduction. I, like it, it was the humor. I, I think it's like right. this humor. Like it, I, I think you could have done something a little bit better. But the general reaction I saw was uh, people were like, "How could he do The Last of Us?" and then peacock does this and everyone's like and then like that was like that was like half the reaction the other half was like right. no this is twisted metal what, what the hell are you guys expecting like right, right, right. you're yeah. not gonna get uh, some prestige television out of twisted metal um marvel snap got the new competitive mode conquest which we already talked about yeah new trailer for season four call of duty modern warfare 2 have exile 2 gameplay trailer exo primal I, is getting a street fighter 6 crossover so uh, I think it's a funny thing. I don't think Exo Primal looks good. I think that this Mech Ryu or whatever looks awesome, and uh, I, I, or yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know, man. The one thing I will say is I didn't realize that Exo Primal was coming to Game Pass. Yes, until, I thought it was a uh, PS5 expo- exclusive this yeah. entire time, and then, yeah. I, then I found out it was coming to Game Pass. And yeah. I was like, that's the only way I'm playing that game. A hundred percent, it's the only way I'm playing that game. And so, uh, but at least I'll play it, and who knows? Maybe it will surprise me. Yeah. Uh, Liza P gets a new demo and new release date. I, anecdotally speaking, I've seen a bunch of articles and a bunch of people playing it on Twitch and talking on social media. How this is awesome. How Liza P is like the uh, souls born that people were hoping for and looking for, uh, running at sixty frames per second, right? And so, uh, I'm I'm excited to. Uh, part of me wants to give the demo a shot because it is the first two chapters of the game mm-hmm. uh i just don't know if the progress carries over or not and if progress does not carry over i will not uh be playing mm. it i will just wait uh netflix shared off a witcher season three trailer it's so funny that my excitement for witcher season th- season three is has taken a no nosedive ever since they announced that he's not coming back afterwards yeah um and they're breaking it into two parts too so yeah uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 reveals co-op. Uh, there's there's every other month there's a new Warhammer 40k game. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, we already knew that Nicolas Cage was coming to Dead by Daylight. Yes, your Grey sequel announced. Witchfire comes to early access. Remnant 2 release date revealed. Uh, dude, we're all we're all playing Remnant. I, are we? Because I'm trying to play Remnant with somebody and nobody's trying to play with me. And the game was I, great. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll play Remnant with you. I, I I'm bet. dying to play Remnant. I, I've already played some Remnant, so yeah. I'm 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 down to pick What's it up enough? again, and okay, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm excited for Remnant too. Yeah, I, it was free on Epic, and none of my friends downloaded it. I was so insulted. Uh, Immortals of Avium gets an extended gameplay clip. I'm like weirdly interested in this yeah. game. Yeah, I know it's just like Call of Duty but magic, but right, sure, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> but I think isn't I think it's more Doom, like modern Doom with magic. Okay. Uh, I think it's my understanding. That and sounds so, really cool. Yeah. Uh, Under the Wave gets an August release date. Honkai Star Rail gets a PSV, PSV, PS5 release window. Black Desert Online Expansion gets a new trailer. Liz Fanga, The Time Shift Warrior, new hack and slash game. Uh, Fae Farm gets a release date. Throne of Liberty. Man, this show was so long. I'm just going to... Oh, yeah. I'm almost done. Yeah. Uh, Party yeah. Animals gets a yeah. release date. And then Xbox and Porsche partner on new designs. All it's not in a all, great design, but I still signed up for yeah. that contest. <laughs> uh, all in all, I thought that Summer Games Fest was like always well produced, but it did feel like it was like missing a big moment in my in my opinion. Um, it, and it ended on a high with FF7 Rebirth, but sure. if you don't care for it, right? And yeah, I think that's what it was, was it. for me. 
I think and, I think for me the the big thing was some of the dates on like for stuff that I've been like looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh and like I think Path of Exile 2 is big especially cuz one one the first one came is huge still yeah. to this day. A sequel to that, especially after Diablo 4 drop. Yeah. I'm really excited to see if they innovate in any way and how that holds up. Mm-hmm. Um a reminder that Baldur's Gate 3 is coming in August was quite nice, but uh I think I like seeing like a Dragon Gaiden because uh those, that series is amazing Alan Link 2 and uh, yeah and I th- I think it just seeing a date for Revenant 2 those were like the highlights for me um like I said I think it was good like across the board yeah. but it was like if we were comparing it to which we continue to do like an E3 weekend would this show have one E3 no you know um and I think that is my has been my impression, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it more, but for kind of all of the shows and conferences they've done so far, there was nothing that I was like, oh my God, my mind is blown. Um, there were things that came close, and actually, let's go ahead and talk about the Xbox Games Showcase. Um, I think Microsoft came out, just to get ahead of this, and it hit on as close to a uh, like 10 out of 10 out of 10 showcase that you can do right without again having one huge like knock your socks off uh game outside of Mm. outside Mm. of one game that i think looks amazing but we already knew about it i i i i I would rephrase that i think i think i think i agree with you for the first part microsoft had a very solid show and then they didn't have a surprise, which I think what everyone was expecting. Right. Because everyone's like, oh, we've seen Starfield before. But yeah. what, I, I, what I think happened was it's like the expectation was like, oh, this is a really solid showcase. Where are they going to end with? What's going to be that big thing? And then Phil Spencer's like, here's a Series S that's yeah, one terabyte right, right. in black. And I was yeah. like, I was like, cool. Uh, okay, what's the last thing? Starfield time. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. And so I, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, okay, I'm happy. But that Starfield... That Starfield Direct yes. on its own was... Uh, listen, I'm not a big Bethesda fan. And even I was just like, there's something in here for me. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, I, like I said, I think that the thing that was missing across the board was like a huge major surprise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from from all of Summer Games Fest so far. Um, and you but see why they didn't go to E3? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the Xbox Game Showcase. Mm-hmm. So... Started off with a, uh, I guess this is technically in engine because they said everything was going to yeah. be, but a like cinematic video of an engine of a fable kind of setting its tone. Gameplay. And uh, and there is yes, you're right. Yeah, um, there was some gameplay as well. I I think them like leaning into the fable aspect and actually showing this segment that seems to be, you know, like a Jack and the Beanstalk scenario. Um, I'm I'm in man. I'm I'm super super excited for Fable. Fable is one of my favorite franchises as franchises that Xbox has. Um even and I love I think Fable 2 is the best of the Fables and I enjoyed Fable 3 as well. It's just not as good as 2. Um I think it looks absolutely fantastic, but you kind of expect that from Playground games, right? Yeah. Uh, granted they've mostly known for the Horizon series, but when it comes to fidelity, like they knock it out of the park. And I so actually- uh, like I'm actually happy Playground got their hands on this, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's uh, one. I hope it, they could bring a nice, fresh twist to it. And two, Xbox needed a looker. Uh, yeah. 
and they kicked it off with a real good looker. So, uh, uh, Compulsion Games announced South of Midnight. Uh, South of Midnight is set in the American Deep South, and it's. I, I, I mean, developer Compulsion Games describes the tone as macabre, and so it's very like. I I don't. We didn't see any like actual gameplay in this. Um, yeah. That being said, I am like all in on this i just love the aesthetic and and the vibe that came off of this but i need to see what the actual gameplay is um uh-huh. before I yeah get i was like too, what too in the world is it felt like um oh so they God, didn't to, they did contrast and we happy few in the past yes and th- yes. this what? gave me very much contrast vibes yeah okay i was thinking of um what's that game that was a ps4 launch title where you had like powers, you were in the it was in the shadows. Nah, it was like um, you could choose good or evil. You the main character of the first game was named Cole. Oh, oh infamous. infamous, infamous. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, be like, is it gonna be like, is it gonna be like infamous powers type thing or? I, I oh, know. the way she was manipulating the light <clears throat> string or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was very confused where this game was going. I had no idea. I thought it was zombies at one point because I thought the guy was dead. I think the setting alone, though, is one that has me going, all right, I'm down to find out what this game is about. Uh, but again, no gameplay, didn't, don't know much about it. Although we do know that because it's a first-party studio that it will be coming to Game Pass. Uh, they showed off, Ubisoft came out and showed off Star Wars Outlaws. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is where it was actually revealed, right? Was that the game, yes. Xbox Game Pass? Uh, this looked awesome. This was one of those things that like is close to a big surprise. Uh, I think we kind of knew that Massive was working on a Star Wars game, uh, but I as didn't far realize as, like, this ready, <laughs> right? And so this was like n- maybe not a big surprise, but like a big reveal as as there was at any of these. Uh, I think this looks awesome. I think Wait, it did looks. Did we see gameplay of Outlaws? Super. Yes. Uh, In, uh, not Ubisoft. here. We saw it at Ubisoft Forward. Yeah, uh, oh, okay, and it okay. it very much reminds me. It is very much an open world like. I don't want to say, I mean, it's Ubisoft so that my inkling is to go Far Cry, right? Uh, mm. But it's more like if Far Cry and Uncharted had a baby, it feels like, it looks mm-hmm. like, uh, set in the Star Wars universe. I, I'm i in. I'm so in. Like, this is cannot, cannot wait for this game. Uh, 33 Immortals was debuted and shown off. And that is, for all, the easiest way to simplify it is that it is Hades, but with 33 players playing co-op. Um, it is a <clears throat> roguelike top-down action adventure game. Did you? Sorry, 33 players. I watched some of the gameplay. I saw Phil Spencer play with some yeah. of the devs, and uh, I, it looks very cool. I just it also looks super chaotic, mm-hmm. and so I'm curious to actually see how like to actually play it. Yeah. Um, it and it's it's cool because it's like there's a it's like level based. It's based off Dante's Inferno. And like not all thirty-three players appear on a screen at the same time. They all start in different areas, and like they eventually work their way together. Like everyone has their own objectives yeah. uh, in their groups. Uh, my understanding also is that it's very possible that like obviously not all thirty-three make it to the end, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, with them in that one fight, it, it clearly didn't look like it was going to be an easy time. Right. Uh, mm. yeah, um, this looks cool. Payday Three is coming September twenty-first. Persona 3 Reload uh, was shown. Now, part of the 
part of the thing as well about there not being huge surprises is that some of this stuff leaked, right? Yeah. We already knew that Persona 3 Reload was uh, going to be shown off and coming to Xbox, I think, two days beforehand. Uh, they showed off gameplay of Avowed. It very much looks like Obsidian's take on, uh, you know, Skyrim Elder Scrolls. Uh, the one thing that gets me really excited about this is that they've come out and talked about how what they're focused on isn't um, um, how big it is, but how deep it is, right? And so it feels like we're very much going to get a situation like we got with the Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. where it's their take on a Western RPG, except instead of being like 120 hours, it's going to be like a 40 hour, 35 hour experience, which for me is a selling point. Like it, I, I, knowing that it's not going to be this like massive, massive thing, it makes me more likely to to play it and, and see it to completion. Yeah, I... Um, uh, as- I'm excited for this, but it, this this right now is looking like a solid eight out of ten to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was hoping this would be punched up. I hope it gets a little bit punched up uh, graphically. It just there's there's something there's something about it that feels kind of off. I don't I know think, what. I, I think it's no, part. Yeah. I think part of it is that it's it's graphical art style reminds me of somewhere between what what you would see in a Skyrim and something like sea of thieves for some reason or matt like maximus did you play maximus on the ps2 no, no. Uh, um speaking of sea like, of thieves yeah it oh, feels like a few years ago like this this graphic style like it doesn't feel like it's supposed to be like cartoony like sea of thieves it's just kind of right know, rough that's around the edges so but that's just it, is that there's nothing in that trailer that made me think like oh this is low fidelity or low like yeah. or there's texture pop and stuff like that it just seems like and i agree that there's something a little bit off with the art direction and so i mean we'll yeah. see how it actually looks and runs in person yeah. but it's um, got it's got a 2024 date a lot can happen yeah. between now and then <clears throat> right. so um yeah yeah but you know what it, it still looks fun so well, yeah not that much <laughs> but yeah, yeah let's go uh speaking of sea of thieves sea of thieves the legend of monkey island so sea of thieves has been releasing constant uh constant content on a regular basis and uh this looks like another one of their like sea of thieves stories right and so this is going to be out on july 20th and uh original guybrush voice actor dominic armado is on board they also showed off microsoft flight simulator 2024 um microsoft flight simulator dune expansion senwa's saga hellblade 2 got a new trailer and they they pit a date uh, a date window of 2024 on this game. I watched during the so Microsoft had this showcase, then they had the Starfield Direct, and then two days later, so yesterday, they had their like extended games uh, event where they were showing more in depth of, of some of the games they showed off and stuff like that. And Hellblade continues to be like the most impressive facial capture in in games. And watching watching this trailer and then watching the in-depth preview reminded me of like all the things I loved about that first game, which was the performance capture, which was like the audio design in those games and having all those voices and the unease you feel throughout. Um, granted, again, even this didn't show a ton of gameplay and we still have... A, when they say 2024, I don't think this is like... February 2024, right? So we still have some time before this game is out. But I love that first one. I continue to be excited for the second one. Uh, 
like a dragon infinite wealth that's how i feel about the t subtitle here but i'm all in for a new like a dragon okay so this is like a dragon eight right yes right which is why infinite wealth because the infinite sign is an eight on its side uh, <gasps> oh, you're so smart right and so that's not smart that's lazy oh let me stop and so <laughs> uh yeah uh i thought this i thought this trailer definitely like I, I this trailer made me want to play the game um you should play seven you'd really like seven um, yeah i think maybe i will play seven and maybe i'll play it on my uh ally am i uh, tripping or is is the dude in the thumbnail half man half crab oh no no, no. <laughs> the entire running or... joke is he wakes up on the beach naked and it, it, okay so it's, it's just it's just it's, it's constantly okay. being covered i think the yeah. other thing is it's well, i mean i don't know how that last game ends but i mean this definitely place takes place in the u.s right it, it looks and like so, the u.s right um, i mean everybody's speaking english uh, outside of him i i really want you to play like a dragon only because the father feels in that entire game like the, the theme of father and fatherhood oh my god it's the only it's thing insane. stopping me is that i know <laughs> it's like 80 hours and so yeah <laughs> but it's it, it, dodging it's, that it, it, it's it, i would say it's it's still worthwhile like yeah. let me just find the time yeah uh, i know kunitsugami path of the goddess was revealed and i uh, aesthetically this game looks awesome i don't think i quite understand what the gameplay is going to be like um i did see during they showed a little bit more uh of it off during the capcom event which I don't think we have listed as one of our news uh, stories, but I it can, doesn't matter. No, the Capcom uh, yeah. event was not good, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's like all the best stuff was in other conferences. Um, yeah, this looks cool, but until like we know more about it, it's it's hard to get super, super excited. I will say, though, that one of the things that this showcase did was this showcase showed off a lot of different styles of games, right? Mm. Um, like this showcase felt like it had something for everybody in it. And uh, and this is one of those examples. I mean, I, I I I will say I am all in on the the art design of this game, man. I love anytime you're mis mixing these kind of aesthetics with like semi horror. Um, yeah, I it just I think my only issue is I don't want it being another Sekiro Neo. In terms of difficulty, I just yeah, want a I, fun hack and slash. Maybe yeah, so, it's so closer to a Devil May Cry. I so the funny the funny thing is is I I definitely would say that I got more Devil May Cry or like Ninja Gaiden vibes than yes. I did necessarily like Sekiro vibes from this. And so yeah. I'm with you though. I hope it is closer to a Devil May Cry, and and I just want like a stylish, uh, fluid, fun like hack and slash. Right. Yeah. Um, one yeah, where a middle section of like thirty seconds yeah. that definitely looks a lot more like non. I don't want to say not. I don't want to say easy or non-serious, but right. You know, yeah, like more ninja yeah. game than yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it leans more on style than it does on like difficult. Pers yeah. yeah, and precision and all right. right. Moving on. Yes. Yeah. Forza Motorsport. Uh, they showed off Forza Motorsport. It looks gorgeous. Those guys at Turn 10 know what they're doing. I think that the exciting part for me is knowing exactly when it's releasing. It is releasing and launching on October 10th. Uh, I am very, very excited for this, and I've, I'm dusting off my uh, racing wheel 
for this game. Cannot I, wait. Oh, um, so I did the live stream for this, um, and you know, with you guys, who were there with me. I and then uh, and I NG joined was, me. I was here. I was ready to do it, mm -hmm. and then, and then my best friend calls me like twenty minutes before, and is like, "Hey, can me and the wife and the one-year-old come over?" And so, and they haven't been over in a while because it's difficult, as you know, with a child that young and stuff like that. Mm. And so I just couldn't be like, no, I got plans already. And so that's why I missed out. That's fine. But, so it's it, it, but it's upsetting that you have another friend with a wife, with a one-year-old, and it wasn't me. Yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, uh, no, but, but so uh, when I saw, on and yeah, what, I was, what did he I was, say I was, about it? You know, so me and Andrew were talking about this. I was like, I was like, this game looks fantastic. I will try it for a weekend on Game Pass and probably just move on to everything else that's coming out in that time period. Yeah. So I, yes, that is part of the problem as well. I yeah. will say though that usually like the Forza games are kind of my like, and the night wind down games, and they're mm, good they for are. that. And so yeah. They, uh, and hey, Forza introduced the rewind feature and uh for car racing games and i'm so thankful for it <laughs> uh overwatch 2 invasion they showed off some of the new content that is coming also uh game pass ultimate subscribers can unlock the six newest heroes legendary skins and in-game cosmetics it's all coming on august 10th uh persona 5 tactica was announced this is like the chibi tactics game starring the persona 4 persona 5 cast yeah excuse me and um, again, this would have been one of those things that would have been a really exciting surprise. And, and I think I actually think a genuinely like big announcement um, had Atlas it not, had leaked it, it. <laughs> not leaked like uh, two days beforehand. Yeah. And it's I think it's listen, like I said, this really was one of those things where it was like, here's something for everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and Xbox is, is out here showing like, hey, we've got a version of and granted, this is multi-platform, not exclusive to Xbox, but. You can come get some of that, you know, Fire Emblem style love over here too. And I think that that is awesome. I'm super, super excited about this. Um, they showed off the official gameplay trailer for Starfield. We're going to talk about Starfield more in a little bit. They showed off uh, Drusant, which is Dontnod's next game. Um, they showed what looked like an exploration platformer. I am super excited. I love Dontnod. I think it's mm -hmm. cool that they're they're taking on uh, this particular style of game, and so just as soon as I saw the developer, I was like, I'm in. Let's go. It's like there's like a lot of rock climbing in this, and, and G and I are like, okay, this is this is pretty cool because like, we both like rock climbing. Uh, yeah. He, uh, and then like she does like a certain climb, flow like so easily, and I was like, ah, like, oh. I was like, come on. <laughs> I was like, you could have made it like a little. Uh, I was like, she didn't even use her legs. Yeah. <laughs> she should have used her legs. Um. I think what I'm most excited for, and I'm just hoping that like that their pennant for for writing is is evident in this, you know, because like I love Don't Knob because I love Life is Strange in that franchise, right? Yeah. And so um, we'll see. I'm excited. Uh, Still wakes the deep. It was a very short announced trailer. It's a uh, horror oh. game that takes place over what looks like an oil rig in the ocean. Great selling. Uh, Dungeons of Hinterberg is a, a 
skateboarding, uh, dungeon crawling platformer. I don't know. I think. Uh, I like the art. I think the art looks awesome. Yeah. It's uh, like a nice cell shaded, like yeah. neon pop. <laughs> and, it, it. and it looks like it's running at a steady frame rate and stuff like that which i yeah. know sounds silly but when you have an art like that and it and it runs fluid it makes it look and pop that much better in action um i i think it, it looks cool i don't know uh, I, i'm not like crazy hyped for this one um, oh like, yeah i play borderlands like the art the art style doesn't really like seem extremely unique to me because of no that right I and, and again, I think it's colorful. I think the unique part of the uh, the art style is that it's that style being put to use in this style of game, and I yeah. think that's what I find interesting. It's also coming to Game Pass, so it's one of those things where like I will play it. <laughs> so, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Phantom Liberty was shown off. Uh, Keanu Reeves came out and also mentioned how excited he was to be starring with Idris Elba in the game. Phantom Liberty is scheduled to launch on September 26th on PlayStation 5 as well as PC, Xbox Series X, and it's going to be a $30 expansion. Did you did you see his interview in the extended showcase where like he would keep sl- slipping back into Johnny Silverhands? <laughs> it, 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 like bless that man he is he is he's like very excited to talk about this project and continue um the approach and just the character like i I tell people that haven't played it like just his involvement and how much he's involved in that main story yeah it's fantastic like this is a day one pickup for me i'm i'm really excited i think the only issue i have is i finally loaded up uh gog uh and installed cyberpunk again just to see like what happened with my save file because I was running it through Mod Nexus, and it turns out my end game save never got uploaded to the cloud, mm-hmm. and so I have like a twenty hour save. So I might just have to like grab someone's save game file and just do what I can. Gotcha. Uh, City Skylines Two uh, is coming and is slated for release on October twenty fourth. Uh, Metaphor Refantasio. Now this is the creative talent behind Persona Three, Persona Four, Persona Five. And they're working on a new Japanese role-playing game. It looks like the everything about the UI in this game screams Persona. Yeah. And uh, and it I looks great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, it's like, somebody... like Persona 5.5. That's what that's what that's what it is in my mind. Yeah. Uh, I I'm excited for it. I think this looks awesome. And uh, and I I yeah I can't wait. Did they say Game Pass on this one? Uh, I cannot remember if they did or not. Uh, Either way, I'll still buy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Towerborn was shown off. Uh, this is a uh, co-op fighter, uh, like a Castle Crashers. Yes, yes, like a hack and slash esque game. This one looks awesome. This one I am actually really excited about, um, and cannot wait for this to come they did announce that it is coming in 2024 and i believe this one is also a uh game pass title yep uh clockwork revolution again there were games that were shown off and announced that were surprises but not like the big surprise right um this is coming from in exile entertainment and this very much like (laughs) we've said this plenty of times in the past but this is the most bioshock bioshock game uh vibes i've i've ever seen in a game it's just steampunk it looks like it's 
uh, has some immersive sim qualities and where your the storyline is going to be dealing with your actions affecting the past and present. I will say though that they came out afterwards and said that the main character in this game is one that you customize yourself, so that there are customizable main characters. One of the uh, tweets I saw on Twitter after this was just like one of the devs going, "Now, now begins a time where I have to be careful about what I can't say about this game because." They're like there's so much more that than that what's in this trailer in terms of like powers and abilities. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, it, it, it's so cool, like what you're able to do in this game, but all that will be revealed at a later date. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like yes, it gives me Bioshock vibes, but it also feels more like a Death Loop or a like an arcane game, honestly, where it yeah. feels more immersive sim than it does just linear <laughs> first person shooter. It's that plus like Titanfall 2's effect and cause mission. <laughs> right, right, right. Yep. Um, and then they ended the show with Xbox Series S is now, it will be available on September 1st in carbon black with a one terabyte hard drive, which, you know, not the most exciting announcement, but not also not a surprising announcement. Um, I will say though that I do appreciate that it's only $50 more than the current Xbox Series S, which makes it much cheaper than the expansion cards. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, like, you know, this thing is going on sale during the holidays for like either like 280 or 300. Or, yeah. Right. Uh, for 299. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, it's honestly the Series S, depending on the game and the dev, uh, definitely worth the money. Like the Apple for a Jedi Fall uh, Survivor. Both Game Thrones fantastic on that thing. Like, uh, no complaints from my end on it. All right. Now, to get to the thing that everybody really wants to talk about, Starfield and the Starfield Direct. Um, I'll let you guys uh, take it away because you both seem... I'm excited for this uh, game. You both seem... Man, let me tell you, this could be <laughs> the new Anthem or it could be the new uh, Grand Theft Auto. Like, it, I don't know. Like... It's so crazy how you, they're trying to make like four games in one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you try to go through like your your set, you know, uh, 45 minute presentation and you like talk about everything and everything looks amazing. But until somebody's like playing it, you have a game this massive. Like, dude, like, I am so scared for them. I am actually like actually have like, you know, real f- legit fear in my in my bones for how this game could go horribly wrong it started off with me going oh like especially when he takes out little ray thing to like he scans the planet they like see resources he uses like the beam to like pick up the resource i'm like oh this is just no man's sky and mm-hmm. and then they're like it's no man's sky with guns and then like we see the gunplay happen and i'm like wait this looks a lot more fluid it looks a lot better than what they had shown last time and uh, better than anything they've done in the past as far as gunplay is concerned bajillion so percent did guys, yes did you guys like the gunplay I, I from what i saw it looks fantastic especially compared to like you know fallout, fallout. like yeah. i hate fallout's gunplay okay well let's start from the top not the bottom but okay yeah sure um, well right what well, you we have to that's why our we quantified it by saying compared to their past gunplay yeah, this right, looks right. like the best gunplay they've ever done. Yeah. And just like the modifications and st- like their systems have systems, which is like, mm-hmm. 
I don't like I understand why this game took so long to to build, but also part of me is like how did they build this so quickly? <laughs> I don't think yeah, like I don't feel like it's possible for it to be what it's and, and yo, I pray for the success of this game because this is not in the same kind of gameplay mechanic, but this is Ready Player One. This is the kind of game that people think is the future. This is the game that like people will play, you know, like like 25 years ago, people dumped their lives into World of Warcraft. Yeah. And, you know, changed the f- their futures forever. This is that kind of game if it's done correctly, right? And I, I hope for that, but I also say, okay, what about the, the, uh, the legal system? You have to have a system of laws if you have a bunch of people just let loose in the universe. I didn't even see if this was a multiplayer game, to be honest. Now that I think about it's it. Single player. <laughs> This yeah. is not the game that I were <laughs> we were sold. Then never mind. Yeah, I no. can't do this without other players. Like, how do I? How do I? Stealing from people is gonna get repetitive. What's the end game? I think. End- I think the same way that people have poured thousands of hours into a Fallout, into a Skyrim, and just like, I, I think that's what they're looking for f- with this. You know, and. I think for me, those games in the past, I've given Fallout, it's, it's fair shake. I've tried many times. Those games have never appealed to me, and this one does. Like, I, I, I'm excited to, like, lose myself in this game. And I, I'm, my only concern and my hope is that this is the type of game where I can play it in, like, like, this ends up being my wind up, my wind down game, right? Um, because I, I can't let myself get sucked into like a 200 hour first player, like single player game. I, I want to recreate like for me, I love space. Like Mm -hmm. I love my space movies, like interstellar or the Martian, anything with space exploration. And this game is just giving it to me in like the most beautiful way possible. Like you can build a ship, you can go fly it out dare land on a planet like i want to go i don't know if the game will allow me to use my shit at to create and grow potatoes but i want to do that <laughs> like like i just want to like honestly i'm not a big fan of photo mode but the vistas and everything i've seen from their deep dive i just kind of i just want to explore like I, I i also like the idea of like being able to customize my ship right like they showed uh somebody making like a, a basically a, a optimus prime spaceship right um mm. and it's going i'm telling you right now we are going to see the tears of the kingdom effect immediately on on social media and stuff like that where everybody's ship is going to be a phallic symbol um i don't think it'll be as vast because it's harder to build a ship than it is to build a construct than tears but yeah i feel you but at the same time I'm, here's my big question. It's the question of the day for them, I think, in general. And they're going to have to answer this over time. Is mm-hmm. what are they giving us? The Star Citizen is not a game. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the game Star Citizen, I, I think I, I, I can't. A, a campaign, the game, <laughs> <laughs> a 1.0. <laughs> yeah. What you mean the game? The game. You can play Star Citizen. Like, but does, but you know, does it have a com- does it have a campaign? I mean, there's <laughs> stuff to follow and quests to do. There's no, there's no campaign. Um, so I think that's what they're giving. 
Um, mm. This That's launches, and mm. this is right around the corner. This is launches in, on September sixth. As somebody who loves who loves to put like you know a thousand hours into a game, like that's honestly that just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, I want to keep going. You can yeah. also I believe in Skyrim and uh, Skyrim in, introduced like infinite quests. Like there's always people you could bump into and it randomly generates, and this game has what over like a thousand planets that they've created yeah but those the what you're doing in those quests they're not like you know how different are they from the ones that you've done before you know like in grand theft auto it was awesome until i i drove the same drug truck like 50 times and i was like okay you know what this uh the gameplay loop has gotten stale um that's where like other players other real players come in because they keep everything fresh no matter what you're doing like i'm over here trying to deliver a package and all of a sudden my bounty uh, some bounty hunter tried to flag me down and all of a sudden now i'm in a dogfight in the middle of space like that's really cool i will say i will say give this give it two years someone will create the ultimate multiplayer mod in this game like the the base game for what they're releasing is so chock full of features and systems Mm -hmm. that i can only imagine what modders can do with it also, they have a game for you. It was we didn't mention it, but it was shown off during the thing. It's called Fallout seventy six. Go ahead yeah. and go play that. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Final Fantasy sixteen demo is out. Saves carry over to full game. Blah, you said you have not played this yet. I cannot believe it. I know. Uh, I, there is nothing I am as excited for. I told my wife I'm gonna like, I am gonna just ditch fatherhood, husbandhood, everything. Just. I would my job, but I don't want to. I need the house to house my video games. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna no life this game, and like I've never had before. It's I am so excited for this. I I uh, we had a two game nights over the weekend, and I did a breakdown of the history of Final Fantasy from like seven to now, like the state and why sixteen is such a big deal. And my wife listened and had good questions and responses. So. She's she's prepared, and I've heard only only good things out of this. Um, I, I'm excited demo. for people. Listen, I, I I'm always the guy who like poo poo's the Final Fantasy stuff and, and whatever. Oh. I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. Like, uh, if you tell me that the combat in this is awesome, you can find out yourself, Rob. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not. It's a free. It's a free stuff. download. I'm not gonna do it. It's not. Apparently, there's a 70 mission single player campaign for Star Citizen. Um, <laughs> next bit of news, real quick. All the big games, reveals, and trailers from Ubisoft Forward. We're gonna go through this really fast. Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, looks interesting. Comes out December seventh. I don't. I I don't think this game is gonna quite hit. Is it uh, single player? Is it uh? I believe is it's. Is it a g- live I, service game? I can't. I can't right. figure it out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I think it's single player. This game gave me the most Far Cry vibes. Just Far yeah. Cry and Pandora. Um, X Defiant uh, has an open session exists. from June 21st to 23rd, and it still doesn't have an actual full release date. Uh, <laughs> Prince of Persia and the Lost Crown, they showed off some more gameplay footage. It looks awesome. I'm excited. It comes out January 18th, 2024. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ubisoft, for at least giving us something in 2024. <laughs> the Division Resurgence is a free to play mobile spinoff. Skull and Bones. Oh my gosh. This game is never coming out. 
It is, however, getting a closed beta from August 25th through 28th. I think, I think um, Race and I were having a conversation. It's been a decade since its announcement. That's wild. Uh, the Crew Motorfest uh, will have a closed beta from July 21st to 23rd and comes out September 14th. Apparently, people play The Crew, and The Crew is actually quietly a very big I, game for Ubisoft. I don't understand yeah. that. I don't know anyone that plays The Crew. And this is just... Right? This is, this is Forza Horizon. The crew. people play The Crew, and I've never met any of them. Yep. Um, I want to see numbers. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you, you know, Kev, Kev look Ubisoft at the Steam numbers be, for me. <laughs> yeah. Ubisoft would not be doing it if, if it wasn't making the money. So, yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed Nexus VR. Um, this definitely looked like I would get motion sickness right away. I will say that afterwards, uh, I was listening to or watching uh, Jeff Gersman over on his Twitch channel talk about how he took uh, a meeting with them and how they talked about all the things they they've done in this to kind of alleviate some of that stuff um as far as motion sickness is concerned as far as people who have fear of heights uh being able to play it they have like this grid in there that still gives you a point to look at um so you don't feel like you're as high up and stuff like that uh, that being said it's it was announced that it's coming to the meta quest 2 but you you also have to imagine that they just announced that meta quest pro medical i don't know uh three? That it'll pro? meta quest three yeah. maybe something like that yeah, that, it'll, three be, sounds, yeah. it'll be coming out on that as well uh assassin's creed mirage they showed off some gameplay that's coming october 12th it very much feels like it is uh reined in and pulled back and something closer to what we know from like the original assassin's creed assassin's creed 2 3 it seems like it is not as massive as the past few um entries to be 20 hours emphasis is more on parkour and, and stealth i also this is a prequel story to assassin's creed valhalla obviously we're playing as bestman in this game and if you finished uh valhalla you're well aware of that character and stuff like that i don't know how i feel playing as that particular character <laughs> after valhalla but- but Rob, but, uh, but Rob, the timeline doesn't make sense. How is he? It's... How is he here? But also in Valhalla. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, whatever. And uh, also in the modern play the day. Game to find out. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one has that time, Kev. No one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whatever, I'm just gonna spoil it here. Spoilers. Yeah. He's also like the reincarnation of Loki. So, uh, <laughs> uh it's all nonsense. Anyway. And then they showed off the actual gameplay walkthrough of Star Wars Outlaws. This game looks awesome. I yeah. cannot, cannot wait for this game. I really, really hope that it doesn't disappoint. <laughs> I, I think it looks... Uh, unless the demo is a complete lie, this game looks too good to be a complete disappointment. <laughs> right. I And it, oh, it has dogfighting in space. Like what? And oh, and it seemed to transition seamlessly into it and looked fun like yeah i cannot cannot wait um so it also makes me super excited that like other people other than ea get to mess around with the star wars license Mm i'd like to see a little bit better uh driving mechanics here but the graphics on everything look absolutely fantastic Mm -hmm. i love the bullet time as well Mm-hmm. The, the locations like at the end where they like, kind of sift through even like the voice acting phenomenal yeah. it's funny because i sh- i think they showed was it on the ubisoft 
showcase, they had a video that actually introduced the voice actress who is uh, playing the main character. And mm -hmm. I see her and I'm like, huh, she looks familiar. And I realized that she's in this show on Netflix that my wife watches that I secretly watch as well with her uh, called Ginny and Georgia. Oh, and so, okay. Yeah. Oh, and so uh, I'm super excited for this. Yeah, no, it looks fantastic. All right. Uh, so Overwatch 2 story missions will cost $15 for permanent access. So Overwatch 2 is technically a free-to-play game. And so in order to get the single-player story missions that were first promised in 2019, uh, it is going to be $15. This will grant access to three missions set in Rio, Toronto, and Gothenburg. Um, so but are the story missions not campaign like i i don't understand <laughs> i yeah this How is all is the original game though for, this is all free. well overwatch 2 is free oh yes wasn't the first one like 20 or 30 dollars oh the first one was a full price title that was like was 40 it? It or 50 i yeah i think it was i think it was 40 or 50 dollars i think it's yeah. closer right, 40, to 40 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 40 sounds right um because it, it had no story mode at first. And I, I, I think it, they might have sold it at like 50 or 60 with um, DLC and like okay. coins. Well, if, yeah. The first you know, one never the, had any story mode. It was free for the multiplayer and then they, you know, 15 bucks for the solo mode. This I think that's a little bit easier to swallow. I, I think the problem is that just how just how watered down and and pared down from their initial promise this is is turning out to be um 15 seems perfectly reasonable for just a handful of story missions but i also need to know like how, how much how many hours of content are these story missions especially if they take place on just three it's just three missions um Oh geez, yeah, and so know how how many hours that is. Yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. This all just seems like what was the point of us having an Overwatch two? <laughs> uh, why not just reiterating, continue to iterate on Overwatch one? Because <laughs> they need <laughs> you to get your skins again, bro. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so next story: Redfall gets its first major patch. Uh, the 60 frames per second performance mode is still absent. This is just a patch to fix like enemy AI responsiveness, enemy encounter frequency, yeah, and some bugs and stuff. It's it's and graphical fidelity. It's not even enough to get it to where it should have been at launch, right? It's gonna this take like, that's gonna take yes. time to do. This is it. They are definitely playing catch up, and this is what this patch is: is them just trying to get it to a stable state. Um, I wonder if they end up um, at some point. Like they, I think they might get sixty FPS out, and then it'd be like we're done. 
I th- yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I be think surprised. That, yeah. Because I, unless this game has some sort of massive resurgence or some streamers like, I, hey, it's you know what? This is actually yeah. pretty good. It, it's I, not I, worth the time and effort. I definitely think they just cut and bail yeah. once they get the 60 frames per second mode out. I would not be surprised at all. And at this point, like as somebody who enjoyed the time they put into it and actually saw like some good in that game, um, the problem is though is that by the time I got to that second area and that's having the map, it really was doing just doing the same stuff over and over again, and it just yeah. fell off a hard cliff for me. And so, I think they Red- should just <laughs> cut ties. Imagine Redfall has a Final Fantasy fourteen moment, or <laughs> they're like, right, right. you know Relaunch what, we're it. gonna we're gonna relaunch it. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I would love that, but yeah. I don't see it happening. All right, last story for the week. PlayStation Plus game catalog for June, plus PS5 game streaming news update for premium members. That's the middle so, tier, I think. Yes. So uh, they're in their PlayStation blog, they came out and said that no, they're the currently <laughs> testing cloud streaming for supported PS5 games. This includes PS5 titles from the PlayStation Plus game catalog and game trials, as well as supported digital PS5 titles that players own. When this feature launches, cloud game streaming for supported PS5 titles will be available for use directly on your PS5 console. That means as a premium member, it'll be easier to jump into your favorite games without downloading them first onto your PS5 console. Our goal is to add this as an additional benefit to PlayStation Plus Premium as part of our ongoing effort to enhance the value of PlayStation Plus. Um, okay. I... When I initially put this story in, I thought they were talking about like, hey, you get like an Xbox Cloud type app and you can, uh, or go to the browser and you can stream your PS5 games from the cloud. But no, this is just streaming them onto your PS5. Yeah. So this is a step, right? I mean, they said in the article, like, this is them trying to make it as an additional benefit for PlayStation Plus Premium, right? So the sell there is that, like, hey, we don't have to do this. You didn't even know we were planning on doing this. But we're going to do this, and it's just an added benefit. You're already playing for PlayStation Plus Premium, you suckers, right? Um, And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, I think that this is the right step. I always said that the smartest thing that Xbox has done with cloud streaming is has positioned it as this additive bonus to your PlayStation Plus Ultimate, uh, not PlayStation Plus, Game Pass Ultimate uh, subscription, right? Positioning these things as first an additive benefit, taking the time to flesh out the the tech and the infrastructure behind it and stuff like that and then having something already in place when we do reach a point where game streaming on its own is sufficient right and uh is an actual industry which it's not right now um like i think that this is smart and this is only i still think that the value for playstation plus premium and anything beyond like the lowest tier um still isn't there the value props just not there right especially when you compare it to something like game pass ultimate which has the first party titles launching day and date which seems to sign way more deals and bigger deals than than playstation seems to do and has the streaming and has the ability to with ultimate to have it not just on console but also have it on pc like when you compare the two, the, like I said, the value props just not there for PlayStation Plus Premium and, and above, in my opinion. Now, there are some people that are going to say, like, being able to play old PlayStation 1 and 2 games is uh, it for them. If they right? added them or the ones you wanted, it might be worth it. Right, right. Um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, all that's to say, this is good news. I still don't think it's the the, the value is there. Now, the game's coming to the PlayStation Plus catalog. Far Cry 6, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, Rogue Legacy 2, Inscription, Solstice, Tacoma, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, Killing Floor 2, and a game trial for WWE 2K23. Uh, All those games fire. Uh, I don't know about Killing Floor 2 and Solstice, but the rest of them yeah. must plays in my opinion. I, I agree. I think I think this lineup is awesome. Um, I kind of want to try WWE 2K23. <laughs> I uh, I haven't played a I, wrestling game in like 20 years. I think that they have done, they are doing a solid job of um, of fleshing out their their catalog, right? Yeah. Um, they are still playing catch up a little bit. And so that's just it, is that I, I, I don't think that I think if you are just a PlayStation gamer, right? Then I think PlayStation Plus Premium Extra. Which one's the middle tier? Is that extra? extra? Yeah. Okay. So I think PlayStation Plus Extra is totally worth it. You know, um, if you're not someone who has to choose between either doing that or doing Game Pass, you know. Um, so it's cool to see these. I mean, look. I love Shred Revenge. I liked Far Cry 6. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2 is awesome. Inscription's unbelievable. Like like you said, these are must-play games. Um, but as somebody who has the option of, of running with Game Pass, like I'm not going to play for both of these based off of what the what's being presented right now. You know? Mm. <laughs> I just came... Uh, yeah, no, uh, 100% agreed. I just came across... Uh... A post on Resetera that says Xbox Series X Nest sales increased by 1,335% on Amazon Friends. Wait, what happened? Uh, Amazon Friends? What is that? Amazon Friends? Just the French version of Oh, Amazon? France. Oh, it's yeah. Friends. Oh, man. So you know, Amazon, I got a social media network. Oh, those now. <laughs> Amazon got no friends. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> Imagine Amazon with a social network. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I, I think some of that strategy, like you know, we always talked about for the PlayStation Premium stuff about like them going day and date. But yeah, it's still not part of their strategy. If what they're doing is working, I mean, they're making first-party games that people will buy for seventy dollars. I mean, I'm I'm buying them, uh, so I'm not gonna complain. Uh, what they're doing is working. Um, but yeah, I, have, I think just the appeal of Game Pass and like the type of games they bring to it gives you that variety outside of these big AAA games. Um, always landing. I I don't know. It's been a it's been a interesting not E three season. Um, I think twenty twenty three is poised to be one of the most memorable years in gaming with mm -hmm. like uh, the calendar filling in for this back half of the year. I mean, um, look like, what's already released. Right? Yeah, like this year has already been nuts. September through December is going to be just as busy as like January through June has been so far. Um, and like, it's an awesome time to be a gamer. And like, if you can get your hands on whatever console you have, there's something to play. Like, there is no doubt there's not, I don't think anyone's missing out on anything. 
like hey even on mobile you got the division coming <laughs> the division and final fantasy 7 right. ever crisis yeah, sure. um yeah no it's uh it, i like i i love this not e3 season summer games like i think solid showcases for the most part all around um capcom was a bit lackluster square enix did a final fantasy 16 one that i think sold a lot of people on that game to the point where it's number the number one most selling game on amazon in multiple countries mm-hmm. so um i expect that game to be huge uh, yeah no I, as a gamer i think the covid years sucked those delays had happened xbox has i think xbox came out and they're like look um you get starfield you get horizon not um for some more sport this yeah. year and in 2024 you got these first party games coming yeah. And we haven't talked about, uh, what is it, State of Decay 3. Yeah. We haven't talked about Gears. We haven't talked about um, Perfect, Perfect Dark. Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and everything else, all the other Perfect studios are Dark. doing. Yeah, Perfect Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everwild. You know, the, like, that Indiana Jones game. Yeah, Indiana Jones. And so it's like, and they're saying they want four first-party games every, every year every going year, forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one a quarter basically it, we're no like I, I forgot who the quote was but we're no longer in a three year cycle to make games so creating a game can take anywhere between four to eight depending on your budget the scale that you're looking at and so i think microsoft play it you know the wait was long but if they can deliver on four first party games with that feel like first party games mm-hmm. uh, next year, then, then I think that conversation changes. I think Starfield and Forza are going to be the start of that. No, I'm 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 definitely yeah. excited. I I love how um how many games there are that look great, like visually just look amazing, look different, look vibrant, and everything like that. The only thing I'm disappointed on is um I feel like the shooting the PvP shooting community is starved. We are starved for a new title that's interesting and different. The way BR revamped the the landscape five, six years ago. And uh, people are just playing like either Call of Duty or Tarkov, Mm -hmm. just waiting. And I hope there's something coming. (laughs) But um, I I don't know about about First Party, but Foam Stars is coming out. (laughs) Well, well, did you see like a lot of people were saying like, hey, Foam Stars... Actually, might be my like, game. Yeah. Sh- like yeah. some folks were saying, Foam Stars might be the game of the show. Isn't that the game where they're you're shooting suds at people? Is yeah, that- yep. scoring next platoon with foam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Apparently, apparently, That's how low it's the really bar good. has gone. <laughs> that, that That's where or- we are now. That like Splatoon comes out and we're like, yeah, that's a shooter. We're shooting stuff, right? Like it's it's sad. It's sad because people are playing games that came out you know, over five years ago, you know, it's like, well, what's going on? And shooting should be the number one genre, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. But, hey, a lot of great stuff. Hats off to everybody who's working on this stuff because stuff looks fucking amazing. Star Wars, get out of here. Uh, Rob, did you pre-order the Starfield controller? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need any more controllers. That being said, that is a gorgeous controller. And the headset. Oh, oh my god. god. They look so clean. Like I, I must so be thinking about a different one. Clean. And then I'll, the I'll uh the translucent triggers in that controller and you can actually see the motors 
going off. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. Mm. Oh, that one. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's no, that one's so. Cool. And, there, R2 I, I, and they're available now. I just can't. I have. I have justify eight, a new controller. I, and I don't need a new controller. I have eight million bucks. headsets. Yeah, I just can't yeah. do it. But they are clean. All right, let's wrap up this podcast because I gotta go. Uh, Bilal, why don't you let people know where they can find you, where they can follow the site? Yeah, you guys can follow me over on Twitter at Bilal underscore Mian and follow um, the website on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube uh, by searching the work print. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming to the site. Um, what do we have recently? A bunch of news articles, pieces. Um, we're going to have review. We have reviews of Clone High from formerly known as HBO Max on Max uh, coming. We also have um, reviews of the new Futurama season two of The Bear uh, that will be upcoming as well. So uh, keep your eyes uh, peeled. We have a lot of fun content coming to the site. And uh, I think I'll probably be streaming a bit more Diablo 4. Uh, maybe this weekend or next week. Uh, NG and I are completely in on it. Rob, hopefully we can get you in. Yeah, hit as me well. up. I'll join you guys. Yeah. Do some hell tides. Uh, Kevin, Shock2K5. I want to let people know where they can find you, follow you. Also, congratulations on getting your invite to Nats. We did not talk about this during pre-show because you weren't on. But we yeah. had our provisional store championship this past Saturday. And uh, Kevin... And my son took first and second. There was two invites on the line. And so they both got their invites to Nats. Mm-hmm. Went wow. undefeated. Wow. Was, I tied one. I is, tied one. Is, is Rob, is Rob going to be the proud dad on, set, on the sidelines? Or, Rob, do you think you have a chance of getting a better I mean, invite? I, listen, if I wanted my invite this past weekend, I would have got my invite this past weekend. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm hearing is either Rob's son or Kev. Were no, he, played, he would have played against TJ in top four. <laughs> and I and I, I scooped to to I scooped to TJ both games. I lost two games uh the whole day and they were both TJ. I just scooped. Because if he doesn't go, I don't want to go. And so uh, but, but yeah, like, I, you know, we still if have he wants his, like you could you could fall backwards into your invite. We have three more We have three uh, more and store and championships coming. I'm 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 one of the better players at the store, and so I think uh, I have a good shot of getting one. Um, mm. in the next three tries and so we'll see wow oh well, no matter head. what i'm going someone's got to take tj so <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's what i'm saying <laughs> so i might just be on the sideline you're right just cheering if, him if, on if, if rob does if rob doesn't um if that, rob doesn't manage to get an invite yeah. we need to make him a shirt cab that says like my son is better than me at everything and then he has oh, to wear that yeah. all weekend at nationals uh but anyway uh Put pictures their faces on it and stuff. yeah kevin, kevin why don't you let people know where they can follow you yeah uh thanks so much for all uh for that lead up uh whatchamacallit you can find me at myherometa.com where i make daily content for the my hero academia trading card game uh you can also find me at shock 2k5 on twitter talking about literally anything that enters my brain and that is a dangerous space to be in um but yeah aside from that uh yeah uh that's really really it for me yeah as for me you can follow me at sunnyvice20 s-u-n-n-y-v-i-c-e-2-0 across all social media platforms uh thank you guys so much for stop who are watching live those who listen after the fact um i always say that this show is much better when i look over and see the chat popping off 
and uh, when you guys are hanging out in the pre-show thank you guys for taking time kevin showing up late but showing up at all i appreciate that yeah and, i'm uh, really curious yeah. uh we never tested it and i was like let's do it live <laughs> um, yeah me and uh me and me and wesley were like oh yeah we got two hours we'll be we'll be straight we took two hours and 45 minutes to record our video so mm, my bad no worries no worries no worries and then uh blah even though you had came straight from your parents house came in hot on the podcast we had the <laughs> nightmare of it the, the best intro the, the worst yeah. countdown <laughs> everything just not working properly in the beginning but thank you so much man seriously no problem man I'm glad to be on board, glad to be through another one of these seasons, and might be able to talk Final Fantasy 16 next week. Uh, if Listen, if I get my hands on an early copy, I don't know if there's a podcast next week. We'll, no, we'll find enough, out. Enough. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya.